YouTube channel, Believe 365 TV, and this is the first episode, the first one that's going to be on our channel, and I couldn't have it any other way than having Christopher be our first guest, because like I just said, he was the one where it all began, but welcome, welcome, Chris, how are you doing? I am awesome, awesome right now. It's what, three years in? Is it three, years years? In. Wow. three years in. Wow. I know, can you believe this? We three years dreamers. in. We were just dreamers back then. <laughs> we were just dreaming. We were just dreaming, you know, and it was so funny. You, I remember you asked me, hey, you know, why don't we come on? You have me on your show or have me on your thing. And I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? And look, <laughs> what happened after that? Tell the people what happened to you after that. Just the power of connections and connection with the right people. We were always vision casting. Like one of the things that we always, I always share with Alana is, I wish people would stop coming into their 2020s and their new year. They're all ramped up with the new year, but have no plan. But when you get around visionaries and people that are dreaming and people that are gotten their hands on purpose and, and working it, uh, we get in our downloads like the year before. So like we connected what in August and usually in July, I end up running across there and say, what you working on? What are you working on? And we always tend to be working on similar themes and things like that. But it was once I came on that show that God opened up. Um, it was uh, the clip that we showed. I just shared that that clip. The next morning I was on on a radio show. The next morning I was doing more virtual, which was one of my weak points. Was yeah. uh, was the virtual side? It was something new to me. I don't like looking at myself in the camera and all that stuff. Yeah. And just having that conversation actually birthed a different part of my my business. And and now I'm doing virtual conversations like you're doing as well. And now that COVID, I mean, who knew that COVID was going to be preparing us um, for this, or what we were doing, preparing us for COVID. Right. I'm already for the virtual world now because of the path that we started three years ago. I know, can you believe it? I, I remember when God told me to start going online and doing prayers and then starting the group and starting this virtual world, I didn't realize um, how ahead of the game uh, my obedience mm. allowed me to be at this point. And now I'm helping other people uh, who want to navigate this space and giving a platform for people. And so Believe 365 really has been one of those groups that people get their start here. People get their start and then they launch out. And it's always so awesome to watch. I remember when we did that conversation, and the next thing I knew I was watching you were everywhere. You were, you know, just on the radios. You were speaking here. You started your own network. You were in schools. It was everywhere. In business offices, corporate had you. And it was just awesome to really watch. And so tonight we, you know, as we are talking and the whole theme of tonight is a courageous conversation. That's what this is titled. Because we want to, these, these conversations are geared to really kind of like being real, being authentic, and really telling the lowdown of what it really takes to go after your dream and your vision and, and, and move forward. And so I know that you said your theme this year and one of your major talking points is about unboxing your 2021. So why don't you go ahead and give us, come on, hit us with something tonight. Well, well just think about when I The picture I gave you is the unboxing this. And it's like God just gives you little revelation, little inklings of yourself. And, and at, even though you said all those different things about what I was doing, um, God was like, you still ain't done nothing yet. Come on. <laughs> God is like Elder Michelle. When I first met Elder Michelle, 
She's not even listening to this right now. Probably. I'll share. I'll make sure she's tagged in this. When I first met she was teaching a small group, and I thought I was doing because I was doing concerts. I was going already. I was doing altar calls in multi-denominational churches, and I was just thought I was all right. And she's like, "You ain't done nothing yet." I was like, "Ow!" Oh. But but that is exactly what it is. You haven't done nothing yet, Chris. And what what are you showing me was that I was boxing up my gifts, my talents, and my abilities. And boxes are not bad things. It's what you use the boxes for. You see, God gave us the box where we are a gift. And a gift is meant to hold something until it's a point in time as to be, to be a blessing to someone else. Yeah. And what happens is some of us are boxing our lives up in storage. Come on. And what happens is the gifts that's on the inside of you that was meant to be a blessing to someone else, you box them up and you put them in, you put them in behind and it's a potential gift. But one of the things that God would tell me about, you have to unbox your potential. Come on. Let's talk about potential real quick. I've always been told, oh, Chris, you got potential. Yeah. Yeah. Young ch child. Oh, Chris, you got potential. My spiritual mentors. Oh, Chris, you got potential. And then I realized that that word was, it was potential was a fancy word and you ain't done nothing. <laughs> Come on. You got it. You have it, but you ain't done nothing. You haven't done nothing yet. And I don't want to be potentially wealthy. Come on. I don't want to be potentially healthy. Yeah. I don't want to be potentially whole. That's right. But we get locked in the box of potential. The Bible says, and I love that we're talking on this phone. I can talk about the Bible because this is blue. Yes, on this platform, we talk about it. On different platforms, I have to hide it and do like Jesus did and put it in a nice little story. Yes, and yes. they realize they got something afterwards. But in Belize 365, I can talk about the gift, okay? Yes. If we're talking about the potential, you wrap that potential in that gift. You see, I forgot what I was about to say. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we're talking about our potential. Yes, we're talking about our potential. And releasing that potential, what I realize is that when we become co comfortable with our potential, here's what I was about to say. The Bible says that a, a, a dream, hope deferred, makes, makes the, the heart, heart sick. Yes. It's weird because that scripture is a powerful scripture. You want to know I say that? When I say that in the spirit, in the world, I say hope deferred makes the heart sick. And then the audience goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're saved or unsaved, hope deferred Ooh. makes you sick. And how many of us, and hope is what you are believing for, you see it, you believe it, and you're living your life for it, but it hasn't come yet. But when you box your gift up and you box your potential up, what you're doing is you are deferring the hope. Yeah. When you defer your hope, you defer and delay your faith. And when you're delayed in your faith, there's no action because faith is a, a is a reflection of what you believe for. I can tell what your purpose is by what your faith steps are. Now, what happened is that the church is taking faith, the word faith, and we monopolize it. But it doesn't. Faith works for everybody. Yes, what it does. you believe it for, does. you will have faith to put action to, and what you put action to will manifest. But all your boxed up potential. You have no action, no faith, and you, you change your faith to a different way of believing that that gift was never meant for you. You know, this is, I love, I love, I love how 
we flow because <laughs> all right so i have an exclusive circle so um i just got out of a challenge with women the girl behold challenge that i do every year um i called it i believe in me challenge but it called it girl behold challenge at the end of december and now i'm in a group with women who decide to go on an exclusive circle and this morning this morning i was telling them and i was charging them with the fact that they have to encourage themselves but they need to make sure that they let their light shine because so many times people stop what they the the, the that potential that they have they mm -hmm. stop from moving forward because either past thoughts or people maybe uh, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I don't want people to think I'm this. They're worried about people. They're worried about all these things. And they're boxing up their gift. They're sitting on the inside, never letting anything out. They're not moving. And then they're upset. They they don't understand why their emotions, the hope, depressed, they anxious, all these things, because you're still shutting down what is on the inside of you. My goodness, Chris, you float every day. You, you are missing out on so many opportunities to be a blessing and at the same time be blessed. Yes. And the reason why is because there's a blessing when you are a gift, okay? When you are a gift, there's a blessing because you bless someone else. But I'm blessed when I get the opportunity to be a blessing to someone else. So when I go out there and, 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 and because I know my purpose, I know where I need to be. Yeah. And then because I need to be the blessing and provision and all those things are fine. I'm totally taken care of for in the pro in this pandemic as I was sharing for you, sharing yes. with you. God has blessed me. Yes. In the midst of a pandemic. Yes. Where our needs are met beyond what we used to have. I mean, I was struggling for paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And God has abundantly blessed me. Why? Because I'm in my purpose. Yeah. And even though my job is not my purpose purpose my job is the place where i can use my gifts to be a blessing to someone else's vision and then they're going to pay me which is going to give me the money so that i can focus on the gift that i was supposed to give on my purpose purpose that's good but that's you're good. missing it out if you're stuck with potential that's, that's right. the first box yes and i think so many times we 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 don't think about the impact that moving forward does. Oh, God, yeah. Doing it afraid and we're, we're, what, did, what did we just say? What did you just say when you came on? You were like- oh, No, you gotta have a tape recorder on when you're talking to me. I know, I know, I said this was good. Before we got on, we were just talking, we just got on and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a good conversation right here. But Chris was just saying, how you you know you're navigating the space we were just you know clubhouse is a new platform for any of you guys out there go follow chris he's on there go follow me too on on clubhouse but it's a new platform that's allowing you know people especially people in the speaking yeah. field to really like get your feet wet and go out there and chris was just saying how he was navigating the space but the fact is how many people really know exactly everything that they have to do or what's to come no. but still moving forward i think what happened with me and one of my friends who she passed away recently was tanya owens and yeah. she had shared something because i wanted her to be my fashion coach yeah she, yeah because i used to dress like um look at that used to call me 
my my sister Jessie, she would call me, uh, you dressed like Bill Cosby in 1995. <laughs> and it's the year, you know, 2000. You got you to gotta come up. So I would always go to Tommy and say, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to be my, but I want you to be my fashion consultant. And we were in the blue building at the time. And uh, she sat there and said, you know what, Chris? You've been saying that for a while. And I said, you know what? I have. Yeah. And then a couple years later, two years later, I ended up starting to, to step out. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't step out was, one, I didn't really um, believe in myself because of the issues in my life. Yeah. And the struggles that I was going on. Um, you know, when I serve in church, you see praise and worship, Chris, or you see the person who's doing prison ministry, Chris, but you don't see the internal workings and the struggles that I'm going through on the inside. So being knowing those things were in me and knowing that, that I was broken and I was in a breaking process and I wasn't perfect and I wasn't there where I thought that I needed to be. And, and I said that I wasn't good enough to step out yet. Yeah. But I, I think that's the, that's a myth that you have to break, that, that if you're waiting for the stars to be in line and the angels to be singing, <laughs> your room to open up to you and God is just shaking you to get up and do and say, go, Chris, go. And if not, you're never going to be there, okay? It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be the perfect time. The perfect time is now. That's for somebody because you're looking at your life right now and saying, how can I speak life to someone else when I'm struggling with the life that I have? Well, you're speaking, one, you're speaking the life, that the truth that you know. Yes. You are responsible for the light that you know. Speak the truth that you know. I'm always telling you where I am and I am declaring where I'm going, but I'm not telling you I'm there when I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm sharing with you the journey. When I was going through the separation with my wife, and that's a total testimony for probably, but it was a 10 year separation with my wife, knowing that I was supposed to be speaking to men and encouraging men and being able to empower men in their lives and here I was, a broken man with a failed marriage and, and, and in the middle of a 10-year separation. Yeah. But in the midst of that 10-year separation, I was ministering to marriages. And as I was speaking life to other men, I was watching their marriage and God do a quick work in their marriage. And I'm in the midst of my suffering. And yeah. I, was, I was mad. I was like, who was that prophet, Jonah? I was like, I ain't going to say not another word until you fix my situation. Come on. Like that. And yeah. it, it, it took another five years of watching other people get married and remarried again and they throwing pots and pans at each other. We ain't do none of that. We ain't do none of that stuff, right? But God fixed, in the midst of fixing me, Champ I Am would have never been developed because Champ I Am was birthed in my wilderness, my painful, my ouch. And if I never had that ouch season, I would have never been able to, to speak with the conviction that I have now. And I, I think your story is very similar to, to, to mine. And you think sometimes I'm not eligible. I'm not eligible. What am I going to do? My life is a mess or whatever perception or place that you think your life should be. And it, you stop from moving forward. I believe 365 was birthed when I was going through <laughs> separation and divorce. I think we had a few crying sessions we, together. We had a few crying sessions. <laughs> a few crying sessions and, and, and just going through that journey and then now here we are moving forward and I believe as we move forward we're prepared. You're prepared for the next 
step. You're prepared. Every time you're moving forward, there's always more to come. Right. You're always in a place of preparation. And now you're standing. Now we're here in this space. Mm -hmm. The world is now in. Everybody's in this virtual place. Everyone needs to hear. People need to hear that there's hope even now. And when you've gone through experiences that you've gone through and you've lived life, but you didn't get stuck. You didn't stay with your potential boxed in. You have a powerful, powerful story and a and something that's released to, to the people and the lives that you say that you just like, wow, I thank God for the experience. Like, you know, those, you know, when you thank God, what does it say? Count it all joy. When you go through different trials and tribulations, that's because that's the joy. When you can finally see the other side of what your pain produced. When you understand your purpose and where you fit into the world, yeah, God gives you insight about your past. Yeah, He gives you perspective about your present. Yeah, and He gives you direction for your future. Yeah. So you know, my past now I understand it. I understand why I went through what I went through, and where I'm going through. Now I have a perspective about my present, and now I can hear clearly the direction because God has shown me the vision of where I'm going to. So yeah. purpose is essential. That's the third box. That's the third box. We'll get to the third box. The second, I'm still on that, uh, I want to give you some tips really quick yeah, about go how ahead. to get out that potential zone. You need to be have a REAP mindset. So some of us are still uh, in love with, with the word potential. Stop dreaming about what possibly be and start uh, releasing what's on your inside and being the gift that you need to do. And in order for that, you have to have a reek mentality. One, you have to recognize that you have potential. So I'm not telling you that that either. You are potentially gifted. You have gifts, talents, and ability that God's given to you for your purpose. You have potential, but it's nothing until it's tapped and it's given out. Yeah. You have exposure. That's E for exposure. Okay. Exposure is the gift that God gives you, where He where He will connect you and introduce you to people that are not going where you want to be. Yeah. And the fact that they're doing that, that that they're he's showing you these exposure moments is not for you to be enamored, but for you to participate in the process, to get connected in the process. I learned so much from a mentor I had. His name was Hassani. And um, I followed Hassani yeah. Pepper around. And I, he, okay, he I, know you're and I sat there and said, hey, Hassani, you need anything? And he took me on one of his tour dates when I was going to the college, right? And I was going to um, a student leadership uh, a black student leadership um, conference that was in Washington, D.C., and I was serving at his table, okay? And I was going to, I'm a salesman, so I'm going to sell at your table. Right, 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 right. And here I am thinking I'm going to just go there for business, and what happened was the choir, uh, the, the choir director never showed up, and they were looking for a praise and worship session. Okay? Now, praise and worship is a gift that's on the inside of me. It's not my primary purpose, but it's a gift that's on the inside of me. So Hassan looking at me and it's like, well, Chris, this is what you do at home. Let me let me let me introduce you to it at home. And and they're looking at like everybody's running around. The problem is what we're gonna do because these kids want this gospel celebration. They want yeah. this. And I was like, I'm gonna play the piano. Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't have no drums. And the guy didn't bring the keyboard, and Hassan was like, Don't worry about that. They they'll get everything together. And he said, out of all these thousands of kids that are here, somebody know how to play the piano. Somebody knows how to do something. When we did that, we had praise and worship. It was right before Ayala Van Zandt got up to speak. 
and we had a, a full 45 minute. And I said, I don't know nothing but praise and worship. So we did Alpha Omega. We said, Lord, you are good. We did the classics. Everybody knew it. We jammed for that half an hour. And then what happened was because of that gift was there, I was elevated in the eyes from being a servant to being a contributor that saved a section of a, of, of a college that was a, a, a college park, made connections across the country now with other speakers now because they saw what I did the day before. And I had on my resume that I was able to do what I was able to do. And yes. I was going to be a servant. I was going to be a gift. And that's where the Bible says, the Bible is so awesome when you really think about the, the, the laws of success and what the, we are taking for granted and we are very familiar for this year is Lord help me not to be familiar Yeah. because the Bible says your gift will make way for you and will open doors for you and put you before great people yes and it was me using one of my giftings that opened the door for another gifting that was opening the door for my purpose. Yeah. That was for somebody. You got to be able to that, expose, that's so good. Yourself. expose yourself. When I was a Toastmaster, and I and, and when I when I when I first got the revelation I was supposed to speak and understanding that this was my gift, the very first thing that I said to myself was, God, I was arguing back and forth with God. Well, well, God, nobody knows who Chris is. Who's gonna hire Chris? I mean you, you, you champ I am, but nobody knows that champ I am is. Yes. But when I went to Toastmasters and I introduced myself, I would jump up every time I had this chance to speak. I would, do, and I was like, okay, I would speak for one minute. I would speak for seven minutes. I'd jump in a contest and they called me Speedy Gonzalez because I went through their whole entire course within six months. Wow. But when I presented myself, and this is about exposure, what to do when you're exposing yourself, you present yourself not from what you think you are. You provide, you, you, you're exposing yourself and you're presenting yourself where you're going to be. And when I was said that, I said, my name is Chris Hampton and I'm a motivational speaker. And I said, and I had nobody to speak to. And then what I would do when I got up there, I would motivate. I would motivate to the point where this old lady was like, all you do is motivate. That's what I'm supposed to do. I can't talk about cats. I can't talk about dogs. I can motivate you. Right. <laughs> That's good. But when you know your lane, you're able to present yourself. And then what happened with my postmasters, they called me a motivational speaker. Yeah. People will believe what you believe. Yeah. That is People will present what you present. And then what happened was I competed and ended up turning my trauma of a marriage into a comedy. And I <laughs> talked about um, taking my family down the white water rafting and, and I lost my wife in the boat and she fell out the boat and lost my kids and my kids were about to throw me out the boat and ended up being a competition winner. Wow, cool. And I was a first place winner for New Jersey and came in second place for Pennsylvania. And now I'm an award winning speaker and that came from me exposing and presenting myself. Yes. So I recognized my potential. I exposed myself and been willing to bear my purpose out. Yeah. Even though it was in its infant stage, I declared who I was, even though I wasn't fully in it. And I started to walk in it. And eventually I became, you can't, I can't tell you when I became champ I am. 
Yeah. It happened. It just happened. Yeah. It just happened. It, it would have never happened if I never stepped and recognized and then took the exposure step. And as I'm exposing myself, I keep walking in different levels, walking in different rooms, and continue to present myself for who I am, and then watching the gift just flourish. Yeah, I, I think this is so amazing. And all of you who are listening that are out there um, on the different platforms who may just be scrolling by, again, I'm Thalana, this is Chris Hampton, and we're talking about unboxing your 2021 and just key things that Chris has been just sharing with us about your potential is nothing if it's boxed up and you as you move forward that's when your potential really starts to manifest into your purpose yes and just talking about exposing yourself and which just lines up so much with where I've just been flowing with the women that I've been working with and just even myself that you know if God is opening the door for you then you need to be able to step in the room. You know, if God is opening the door, you need to cross over the threshold and step in and you need to say what he says about you. And the wonderful thing is he's the one who made us. He's the one who made us with these gifts. He, we receive from him and he wants us to shine and, and expose and be willing to serve. And so I think Chris, I, go on and share. I know you have another point. Go on and share. Also, we'll jump in my spirit so is so that we have to understand that purpose is is a a noun, and we are affiliated with the noun. Yeah. We, we call purpose the place. Mm -hmm. We say it's a purpose is a place that I'm working to, and yeah. we say it's a purpose person a person place or a thing. That's the other thing. Yes. Yes. About the noun. Teacher, teacher. Yes. Teacher. Okay. Okay. You did great. But, that was good. a purpose. There's a verb there. And the verb is the action of what purpose is, and we forget that. Okay? Purpose produces action and purpose. You can purpose in your heart to do a thing. Yeah. yeah. And we forget about that because we get so enamored with the place that we don't put the action. of what God shows us because the vision is just a, 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 a clear mental picture of a preferable future. Now remember, yeah. let's break that down. It's a clear picture. It's a preferable future. It's not the only future. It's a preferable future. Yes. Tell yes. you that purpose is not automatic. Yes. Because you, if you do nothing, you purpose in your heart to do nothing. You will yeah. be in the same place. And some of us are in the same place that we were. Yeah, you are bone on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that guy that's in the neighborhood that's on the same corner that he was the same time. You can clock it, smoking the same type of smoke, you know, doing the same type of stuff. Same thing. That same. Is you. That's not that's you. That's right. Because nothing, let's say, nothing plus nothing equals nothing. That's right. And I, I, the provision that God has for you is for you to be walking in your gift. Yeah. God is not obligated to provide for just anything. That's right. There's nothing in the Bible that says that he's just going to provide for you. 
Yeah. And all things work together for the good for those that what? Love him. So you can't be pimping him out. That's right. Come on. Love him and are what? Called according to his purpose. So God will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory, but it's for a purpose thing. Yes, yes. Oh, Abraham, he got his he got his, his ram in the bush because he was obedient and he stepped out. What was it? Those 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 beggars that were in the middle of the battle and they said, I can't keep living the same way. I'm, I'd rather go out there. And they went right. they go out there, they wouldn't rent into all the treasure and all the spoils. That's right. The battle that went before them. They're like, wow, this is so much, so much of a blessing. I gotta go back and bless other people. So they, That's right. they had enough treasure to make themselves rich, but they still had to go back and bless somebody else. That's right. That's right. That is but because they went and stepped out. And is it possible that you were still in poverty? And poverty is when you are walking, when you are not working in pur purpose. Wow. Yes. You are walking in poverty. Because poverty means that you do not have the resources to accomplish the thing that you were called to do. That's poverty. That, that is. People in the chat, are y'all this? Put some hearts, some likes. Put. I mean, I hope you guys are with us tonight. This is just amazing stuff. You are so right because we think one way. We're thinking just one way what we can see, but how many? It's that obedience. We got to look at the obedience of like Abraham. Got to look at the you like they moved. God responded. You know, and it's and even his response, if we think about it, has already his he's made all the responses he's gonna make because he works from our end to our beginning. However, you know, it's like you said, it's not like um it's just gonna happen. We mm -hmm. have a part to play. We have a part to play. To play. It's like if you realize it that your provision has already been provided for. That's I mean, I, I look at it and I say, What's that scripture? It was one of the first scriptures we learned in Bible school was um, God has given us everything that we need according to life and godliness. Yeah. I hold to that scripture. A lot of things that Champ Ryan is based off is based off of scripture. They don't know. Yeah. It well, okay. uh, so, what better way? It, it, it's there. They, they don't know them in the Bible, but I said, God has provided everything you need to live this life yeah. of godliness. And what is godliness? Doing life his way. Life is and then you understand that your purpose has been laid out by God and you have committed to live life his way, everything is provided for you. That's right. Your step right. of the righteous man, which is the right way of doing things, is ordered by God, right? Yeah. And he says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. So I don't get enamored by the vision so much that I'm looking forward that I don't forget to look down. Because the light, I, I look at the vision, I get enamored with the vision so much that I become scared and wary. But when you realize that he's lighting up each individual step. He sure is. He and that's what's happening. I mean, that's what, you're like, Chris, how did I get, I, I'm a kid. <laughs> when you say, when you say and, and don't think about money right now. That's the other thing I gotta say. That don't think about money because if you look at it right now, I'm balling. I'm not balling yet. I will be balling. I'm calling. That's, that's okay. The reason why balling is in my presence is because there's multinational things that I'm called to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that everybody's meant to be millionaires. 
That's right, right. God will provide for what you're called to. You commit to your family, he makes sure that your family is taken care of. You commit to being a ministry gift, he will commit to making sure that ministry gift is provided for. If, if you're not a good steward of your life, why is he going to rain down millions on you so that you can just go and spend it on yourself and then you'll be broke again? Come on. So poverty, again, you can have millions of dollars and still be in poverty. That's right. Because, again, my definition, this is the champ I am definition, is that poverty is talking about I have the resources to do what I need to do. To win. basically, I was saying those. The, what we we say, grace. I'm grace to do what I'm called to be, do have what I'm called to have, and do what I'm supposed to do. Yes. And when I look at that, now money's not coming. If I looked at me being a rich motivational speaker, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Not there yet. Yeah. But the money's coming. The money's coming. But I have to do the action steps first. That's right. And I got. A, I woke up this morning, and I got a call from India, uh, a message from India. And they said, we've seen some of your work and we'd like you to come and speak um, and, and basically lead us and give us leadership tips in, in India. And now I accepted that day in May and I'll be speaking in India, Sri Lanka, and Malaysia. Look at that. Never been there. And my thing was, I always wanted to be an international speaker. And I was mad because COVID, because I was going to be an international speaker for my definition was I get to be on the plane and I put my foot down on the ground and I was going to be in the UK and God keeps bringing countries to me, the UK. God's going to have me in Ghana. I know I'm going to Ghana. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but you, yeah. you're going to see three years from now. We're going to come That's back. right. I got my Ghana shirt on. I don't in the TV studio. I know he put it on my heart to go there. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there, but I know it's going to be provided for because he put it on my heart. But I, I, I realized that your version of your purpose is still too small. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking international, and then COVID hit, took all the airplanes out, all the all the conferences. And I was supposed to be in the conference. I was supposed to go there. I was going to be my special guest. I was hosting the whole thing, doing my thing. And he shut it down. <laughs> it opened up virtual. Yes. <laughs> and I had to learn to it. Right? Yeah. And now I'm global. Now you're global. And I have the opportunity to speak in multiple conferences that were speaking in what? I did a, a, a my leadership workshop in, in Barbados. Now I want to go back, but I laid the groundwork to come back when the sun shines again. That's right. <laughs> Barbados and Jamaica, we did one yes. I was in a global conference where we were speaking in Australia, UK, South America, all those different things. Now I'm in Malaysia, India, and I didn't have to get my malaria shot. <laughs> but my understanding of it was international was this, where God was trying to get me to do this. Now you're worldwide. Mm -hmm. So now, I said what? We got to recognize you have potential. Yes. Now there's three boxes. We probably won't get through all, the, all three boxes. And I kind no. of boxes there. But it was recognize your weak mentality, recognize your potential. He is um, exposure. exposure. A is we've been talking about. You got to accept responsibility for the gift. Yeah, yeah. You have to believe that the gift is in you. Yeah. And that God has given you the gift. 
and then you got to take responsibility for it. And what responsibility means that you are going to, to commit to developing your gift, cultivating your gift, making way for your gift. And what happens is as you start to step out and do things, the platform is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I can see the stuff on that. Thank you, Latonya. Yeah. It's always illuminated according to your purpose. Otherwise, you walk incomplete. She got it. The light bulb is on. Come on, ding, ding. <laughs> you accept responsibility for that thing, okay? You respect responsibility. You have to, I like it, connect to people that are like here, like Believe 365. And you need to be able to, part of your accepting responsibility is making sure that you are putting yourself in a mentor environment where you are being able to be challenged and develop to go to the next level. Part of your responsibility is going to require an investment. That's the one. You will get only but so much from a free teacher. That's right. That's right. You don't treasure the knowledge. You don't pay for it. Mic drop. My girl, behold, exclusive circle ladies on love tiny. She's in the building. Um, but I, I just think this is amazing. And you know, I wanted to ask you, Chris, before we do have to get on because so many people stop, you know, because they may not fully be quote unquote passionate about uh the 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 pathway towards really what they want to do mm -hmm. so i believe also that as you're unboxing your potential like you said like you gave the example about how you were serving what would you say to those people like you know this may not it doesn't their passion may not really be tied to something but it could be opening the door to where they need to go well, there's, there's a couple things. Your passion and then your purpose and your production. Right? Yeah. That's good. Thing. Good. So your passion. <laughs> you got to so, write that down later. Yeah, I got to watch the rewind on that one. So you got your passion. Those are things that you like to do. Yeah. Your purpose is the thing that you're, your purpose to do. But the production is the work that you have yeah. to. Okay. And a lot of times when you don't understand those three work together, you're missing yeah. out on opportunities. Your work is actually a blessing for you. Yeah. Because it's a platform. When I look at praise and worship, because sometimes people can get to the point where they used to seeing you in a certain mode that they forget that you have all these other modes to you. Yeah, like I'm just not always singing in like... I'm not always singing in the presence of the Lord, all glory. All right, all day. Oh, my wife will tell you, no, he's not. He sleeps a lot. Uh, <laughs> Okay, but no, you can't go by perspective of other people. Okay, yeah. The one you got to get that perspective out. You got to get your perspective right. That yeah. what am I doing is training me up. But if I didn't realize that praise and worship has prepared me, it's all the bees. It's prepared me because look, praise and worship showed me how to be confident on a stage. Yeah, yeah. Praise and worship has showed me how when. When the audience goes left, <laughs> and you got to bring it back to center, got to bring it. Back. <laughs> how to do that? When yeah. you brought their attention, and you got to bring them back, it showed me how to have. It showed me so much more than preaching has done. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a full dynamic, dynamic, and then I realized that preaching was preparing me yeah. for other environments. 
Why am I going to all these churches? And I, I gave altar calls that where people came down and, and, and like about 30 people came down and the nuns came down for the salvation call. And they were just laying out. Why did God give me that? Going to Lutheran churches. Why were I in all these different environments? A-up churches, A-M-E churches, Pentecostal churches, Baptist churches, Methodist, all those denominations. Why was yeah. he doing that? He was, he was cultivating me for different people with different mindsets. Yes. And not to tied down to my, my Pentecostal experience. Right, right, right. But he also taught me that when I walk in my authenticity, the Holy Spirit comes out and when he moves, he moves. That's good. And, and so think, yeah, that's what I would say. I hope I answered your question on no, that. Yes, I think that's good that the fact that one is three different things. And so many times people try to put it all in one thing, that the purpose has to be the passion and the pa all of these different things. And yes, um, I do believe God has created a purpose for us that we really will love and we're meant for. Even if we don't love it at first, we'll grow to the place where it's like, well, I were I was meant to do this. Mm -hmm. And you do become passionate about that kind of thing, but understanding that it's 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 a difference. It's a it's difference. A difference. And nobody and God doesn't guarantee you I'm getting all these little revelation jobs, but God doesn't God like it. Go ahead. That God doesn't guarantee you that you're gonna like your purpose. Oh, come on. Oh gosh. I'm like, all right, let's, let's think, think about Jonah. We are in a touchy feely uh dispensation in the church. If That's it, good. If I feel good. Um, I'm gonna believe it better than if it's more if I gotta give you ouch. So I'm gonna give you an ouch moment. Jesus, you can't tell me Jesus loved going to that cross. Right. He's and the reason why I know that, because Jesus got to the point where he was in the garden, was like, listen, God, yo, yo, dad, um, if I could pass this cup to the other person, hey, can I do it? Take it. Can I do it? And he's like, No. No. He was praying in the garden to the point where he was stressing yeah. so much that he said it almost looked like he was bleeding in his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tell me, now we want to make Jesus look like, oh yeah, we got the walking on the water part, but when Jesus was in his emotions, we can't talk about that. That's right. And it was real. It's real. I was just actually telling one of my uh, mentees about this, you know, about the process. You know, the pro it's all process. And that, you know, Jesus, when he was in that garden, he didn't want to go through that process. He was right. praying, Lord, if there be another way, please pass this cup, please, God. Yeah, but here's the light in that. Here's the light in that. And this is why we're applying it the purpose. This is why the Bible is just so awesome. Because this is what people are paying millions of dollars for and they don't realize it. Yeah. Jesus was able to do the cross because of the what he saw beyond the cross. Come on. That's it. That's right. He was able to do the cross. And what made him stay on that cross yeah. and go through the beating to the cross yeah. was the vision of what he was doing beyond the cross. Behind the cross. And that's the same thing that happens. You're in a situation where someone's in a dead end. You don't think it's a dead end situation. Yeah. And the only reason why it's a dead end situation is because you are walking by, you're walking by sight and not by vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, let me change that a little bit because faith is what you are believing God for. Yeah. And you are doing, uh, you are responding to God for what he shows you. Yes. 
Yes. So what he showed you was vision. So a stronger word of faith was we walk by vision and not by sight. And when we're in sight and you were looking at this situation right now, like I'm in a dead end situation. That's a sight word right there. Yeah. And because you can't see beyond what's in front of your face, you're stuck. But when you ask God, show me the vision for my life. Show me me. I heard the pastor Hart Ramsey said, when you're dreaming, you're dreaming. If you're dreaming is you telling you who you're supposed to be. Come on. The dream is you telling you what you're supposed to be. The future you is crying out to the present you to tell you that there's more than what you're going through. That's good. That's good. And that's how you got to get through what your situation is. And how you get through that situation, we did what? We we get to the last word, and I'm going to drop it. We can go through what you want to go next. We got to recognize that you have potential. You have to expose yourself, and that's going to require some action. You got to put yourself in that environment. Yeah. You have to accept responsibility for the gift. P is you got to put a demand on it. Come on. And part of me putting a demand on it was saying, I'm a speaker. You need to hire me. You need to have me for your next event. Walk in the room bold. I had me putting a demand on it was me putting a brand. And now Champ I Am goes before Chris. Champ I am is in rooms that I have yet to step in. You know how funny it is when I give somebody my card and they're like, I've heard of this. Oh, that's amazing. It's when I walk into a high school and the kid says, I saw something you spoke on on the internet and and I don't even like doing YouTube. And I don't even yeah. like doing Instagram because I'm so self-conscious of myself, right? Yeah. I gotta get used to looking at myself and being happy with myself. But I can't allow my insecurities to stop me from doing what I'm supposed to do because this voice is supposed to carry a message that's supposed to help somebody be able to embrace their vision and their purpose and to release the champ I am in them. And I refuse to go back to heaven. And God said, your cup is still half full. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I think what, listen, if you've been watching for any length of time, Whatever time you came on here, the, the the nuggets that Chris has been sharing with us has just been invaluable. It's it really is about you know a decision that we all have to make to do, um, a decision that we have uh, to either stay in a box or we're going to unbox ourselves, and you know that's being in conversations walking in rooms and we were like i don't know if i belong here but i'm gonna go in like i act like like i'm supposed to belong here i'm going you know and i don't like to fake it till i make it because the thing is you've already made it it's time for you to act like you made it don't how about you believe how about you believe it till you receive it how about <laughs> okay i'm gonna steal that one i plan to believe that i'm money i plan to believe that i'm effective i plan and you know what i i think out because we we start uh, some of the words that we've taught, been taught foundationally about you know, trying to, you know, we're trying to, so many people are trying to change behavior, we have to change how we think. Yeah. When I thought about how much it takes for me, the energy it takes for me to put into a negative statement. My exclusive ladies, didn't I just say this this morning? I said this morning. 
Oh my goodness, I just said this morning about why don't we just say what's right? What's why do we always have to go to the go ahead? I'm I choose to believe that God has something greater than I choose to say, oh my God, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Come on. Oh my God, I lost my job. Oh my, and I'm not downplaying the pain. Yeah. I'm not down. Listen, I lost my mom and in the in December. I'm not downplaying things that are happening. Okay. Yeah. I'm not downplaying that you are you're hurting right now. Yeah. But I choose to believe this thing that this is only but for a season rather than yes. saying woe is me. Right, right, right. Because when when you when you're woe is me, you're focusing on the woe is me. You're not focusing forward, you're focusing down. Yeah. So I choose to see the greater picture. Yeah. That is, even when I'm dealing with my insecurities and I'm dealing with where I think my family should be and why we're not where I want to be, why things are not there, I can focus my attention on what's not there and I can sit there and focus on, hey, we do have a family. Hey, I got beautiful children. Hey, we are working, we are working towards a better future. It might not be, but there are things that eyes have not seen. Ears not heard, not anything in the heart of the Hampton family, what our family is going to look like. I choose to focus and believe on what he says, my potential, because I don't get rid of my potential. Yeah, yeah. I respect the potential. I just realize that there's more to my potential than what I'm seeing. So when we go there, I'm not saying, I, I, I want you to get distasteful because some of y'all have this box of potential that's just stale. I need you to shake that thing up, freshen that thing up, and, and, and get a new look on it. I want you to respect the potential, but I don't want you to be comfortable with yeah. potential. I want you to be your potential, embrace your potential to the point that it develops in you so much that it makes your vision clear to realize that God has not a, given you a purpose and not equipped you. That's, that's so what your good. potential is. Your potential is saying that God has equipped you with everything in this gift. And you can't be the gift for others until you realize that you are a gift yourself. Uh, I need the replay. You, I, I will definitely uh, give you the download uh, link because, <laughs> and this is another thing. And, and I think after this, we're going to be done because we can talk all night. <laughs> But it's so important to get around people where the flow is. Yes. Where the current. That's why we check in. That's why we check in. We know. And listen, we check in because it's like it just confirms, oh, my gosh, we're right. We're both hearing from the Lord. We're both flowing. That that has to be just common. Don't downplay it because. Don't downplay it. When I look at what you, God has blessed you. And I remember when we were doing praise and worship, and I said, Talana, I was like, Talana, don't get comfortable. <laughs> you are more than just this victory praise and worship leader. I understand that, yeah. I was like, you, you're in a box. <laughs> you, you are more. And what happens is people are not going to tell you no. Yeah, yeah. There's greater for you, but if you are comfortable where you are, people will keep you where you are. Yeah. Yeah. But when you, you start to see outside and, and you start to step outside and I watched you flourish because this girl has made how many albums you done? <laughs> I know. We're talking about albums more than Kurt Franklin does. So, <laughs> <laughs> but God has blessed you with that gift. 
And as you started to put a demand on that gift, yeah. and you did that yeah. key, I've been watching you put, put a demand on that thing. And what happened was you started to walk in. Even we talk about your fiance. And all I know. Things. I was going to get to that point. I was. Because ladies and gentlemen who are watching, I, my fiance, found me through Chris. <laughs> I was doing my album, Broken. Uh, Chris shared my photo. And from there, because my fiance also is a motivational speaker, uh, he's an author. His book's coming out in February. I'm so excited. And he does preach the word. And Chris and uh, my fiance, Rodney, he met each other because you guys were going through the same program. Like <laughs> yes. And so it's like, and, and that's where I was leading to because the connections, when you really have the right connections and the godly connections, the return on that, mm -hmm. when you're in the room with people who, God is really purpose for your life and whatever position they're in, it really, really just goes beyond what, you know, you could ever think. And I, I didn't know. That's what happened. There are, there are um, fringe benefits to you. Uh, yes. There's fringe benefits. Yes. Fringe benefits that are there for you. And, and there's, there's so much that God wants to do for you and that that's there. You just gotta make yourself aware. And again, a lot of it in my journey has not, I had to get out of my comfort zone yeah. of what I thought my life was supposed to be. Um, I thought I was supposed to be an ordained minister. I thought I was supposed to be, I thought that God was gonna explode me through the church. And I'm looking at it and God is doing the opposite. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm still a ministry gift, but I realize that my gift is evangelism. Yeah, yeah. Is is really evangelism are not meant to be in the church. That's right. Yeah. So where does he have me flowing? He has me yeah. flowing out in the world, and and it's funny because the people that are blessing me are the people that don't know that, yeah. and, and I am blessed when I'm in their presence. And not only do they have, even though they oppose the church as what I believe. They don't oppose the word that I get. Come on. <laughs> Come on. When their life is messed up and allows me, I might not be able, they might be like, who is this Jesus guy? I don't want to serve Jesus. But the very thing that I'm telling you is Jesus. Yes. Come on. So I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. So my thing is you got to get out of your comfort zone of what you think life is supposed to be. Because you may be a trailblazer that's opening a door to another thing that they haven't even seen. If seen have not seen, your ears have not served what God has for you, and you start flowing, and everybody's basically telling you what God eyes have seen and ears have heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to come a certain way that eyes have seen and ears have heard. What God wants to do is something different. Something different. Will you be one available? Two, will you be willing to put a demand and will you be willing to step out? Because we need more people outside of the church than we really need in the church. We need and to I, go out, right? I am very hard on the church right now because I'm very hard on the church. I love sinners, but church folk, y'all can go. I'm just saying. We'll leave that, we'll leave that courageous conversation. We'll that courageous conversation. God needs more of y'all out there. And I think that that's what happens when you are being a blessing and you're walking in your purpose on your job, you'll believe that your job is going to shift. 
Yeah. Your job is going to be set up to bless you. Do you believe? I was, uh, my company is Humana and they're a major life insurance company. Okay. Who was their, the, the break, the, the, um, the opening speaker for their, their regional conference for Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, up to Pittsburgh, had over about a hundred ages. No, actually we had West Virginia on there. All these people, I was their breakout speaker, not one wow. year, but two years in a row. Wow. Wow. God had my job. And then when they presented me, here's the blessing. When they presented me, they didn't say Chris Hampton, number one producer. Chris Hampton, number one sales representative, which I had those things. I was doing those things. Yeah. What he said was Chris Hampton is the founder and CEO of Champ I Am with a, to empower people to release the Champ I Am in you. What better thing and the validation is it when your company looks at mm. you, not as an employee, but as your purpose? Come on. Come on. Recognize, expose, accept responsibility and put a demand on that thing put a demand on that thing i just want to thank you so much chris for coming on this has been phenomenal can you believe it's like been an hour it doesn't even feel like oh, an hour. Well, we start opening our mouths we're not even i know i know it's been an hour and it's just been the flow has just been great the the wisdom has been great the nuggets have been great i hope all of you out there have gain many nuggets. Chris, tell people how they can find you. Oh, my, oh you see my name there? Him, Chip, I am. It's on the link. <laughs> yes, <laughs> find him. If you uh, need a speaker for your next event, reach out to me. I work with you. Churches, we do youth organizations, schools, colleges. I've met at all of them. And like I said, organizations. So I'm not just the one trip only. I have multiple tricks that we can do and I can customize a message that will bless your vision uplift your vision and get people connected to your vision as well that's so awesome that's so awesome and yes i gotta i can't wait till all three of us rodney you and me are together that's gonna be oh, gonna... <laughs> we'll really finally have a great opportunity to tell the story you know awesome awesome, awesome. but um i want to thank him again listen ladies gentlemen who are watching please also follow believe 365 if you're not a part about of bleed Believe 365, we are um, a ministry that's in our purpose is to encourage and empower you to be all that God's called you to be. We do that many ways. We have a Believe 365 Academy. We do challenges. Right now, we're in a women's exclusive circle, and we're starting Believe 365 TV, where we're having these wonderful, courageous conversations and other content to inspire you to not just allow the potential to sit there, but to go out and unbox yourself unbox this. you are being everything that god's called you to be so i just want to thank you all so much for watching thank you chris again for coming on and until the next courageous conversation we will be having next month um uh and we'll be hopefully you guys will be able to join us please share this as well please please well all right have a great night everybody talk to you real soon Goodbye. Bye -bye.